as the dawning of the day moves us from darkness to light, so will the entrance of God's Word lighten up your life. Stay tuned for the teaching ministry of Charlotte Favre as she presents this light with Bringing to Light Ministries. Today is your day for victory in Jesus. Good day to you, and I'm glad that you have found our program, Bringing to Light. I'm trusting that the Word of God is bringing light to you. You know, we live in a, a day that there is so much darkness in the sense that there is sin and there's so much corruption. We look at our young people and they seem like they have low self-esteem and a lot of them are so depressed or oppressed. A lot of them are being bullied. We have some that doesn't believe that life is worth a living and don't you wonder why? Well, we know there's pressures that come through our schools, but there's also believing the lies of the wicked one. And I'm seeing more and more the importance of teaching our young people truth, for truth is the light and it is the life that will minister to them. I hope you'll stay tuned with us more as we'll continue, but right now, listen to Shantae. Hello, I'm Shantae Hawkman. There is no greater love than the love from our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We know in John 3:16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. In verse 17 it says that God did not come to condemn the world, but to come to love us and to give His life for us. We know in Romans in chapter 10 and verse 9, it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess that you are saved. God wants you to give your life to him today. He loves you so much. And there is nothing like knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord. He will give you that peace and that joy in your heart that you need. And it's, it promises us that He will give us eternal life. And we know in Ephesians, it says Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God. It's nothing that we can do in ourselves and who we are, but this is a gift that God has given to us that we can have eternal life. And it's by His grace and His love. Please pray a prayer with me today and ask Jesus to be your Lord and to be your Savior. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. And Father, I come and I ask you to be my Lord, to be my Savior. I ask you to cleanse me and purify me from all sin. I ask you to forgive me for anything, all that I have done. And Lord, I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and to be my Savior. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Well, praise the Lord. We know in verse 13 of Romans 9, it says, call upon the Lord and you will be saved. So as you have called upon the Lord today, I believe that you have received Jesus and you have, saved, you have been saved and that you will spend eternity in heaven with me. Well, praise the Lord. Please call or write to us and let us know what God has done for you today. Thank you. Well, praise the Lord. You know, when we begin to think about our young people today and what is going on in society, 
why is there so much drug addiction and why are there so many occults and the evils that we're hearing about. I'm beginning to hear that even in the counseling and uh, I'm concerned that it is more real than what we even imagine. But a lot of people, and especially our young people, are turning to these kinds of things because they are hungry for more in their lives. So Satan is there ready to give to them something that seems exciting or different and somebody that will come along and brag on us, whatever. But let me tell you, Satan, Bible calls him the Lord of the flies. He is Beelzebub. That's what it literally means, is Lord of the flies. He's been around a long time, and he knows about our people. He knows about you. He knows about me. I'll give you an example. The scripture talks about that your angel, your guardian angel, uh, ever beholds the face of the Father. I do believe every individual has an angel that is given to them by God. But we know that Satan has a counterfeit for it everything that God does. And his counterfeit is to assign a demonic spirit to us as individuals. Bible even refers to them as familiar spirits. These familiar spirits, they are familiar with your story. They're familiar with your family. They're familiar with mankind at large and knows what they have need of. We all need to be loved and accepted in, in a good way. Uh, we need food, obviously. And so the enemy would work in different arenas. It may be the fear that I won't have enough. My children won't have enough. It may be the fear that I am never going to be important, that I'm a nobody, I'm a nothing. The enemy will come in on those things, and obviously he's going to sow those kinds of thoughts, but he's going to continue with those things, and he sometimes will even attempt to work through our circumstances or what we hear that's going on in somebody else's life to bind us up with fear. But I want you to know again, we can know truth, and knowing the truth will make us free from what the enemy is attempting to do. I made this statement the last time we were uh, on air, but uh, we see that there are sometimes those evil leaders that will say something like, give me your children for a little while and I will rule the nations. In other words, let me indoctrinate, if you will, what I want them to believe. Give them to me for a while. Let me get their minds thinking my thoughts and I will have them to rule. And we see this so much in uh, socialism. We see it with communism. They want to take the young people and they want to teach them the ways of a wrong political belief. And I'm saying that because they can call it freedom in every way they want, but it's bondage. So it's what the enemy wants to do with our children today. So we see that there's a lot of things being done in social media, uh, through Facebook, even in the classroom, uh, through textbooks, and they want to push down our children's throats, uh, the evils that Satan wants them to believe. And obviously those things are going to be contrary to the Word of God. I even understand that they want to get three-year-olds that's in daycare and they want to start teaching them that a man can be with a man and a woman can be with a woman. They can even be married and that's okay. They want to get the children's mind to believe those kinds of things are okay. 
Well, let me tell you, it opposes the Word of God. And it grieves me because they want to force this belief. And so when the enemy comes with this temptation or somebody that comes into their lives, their mindset, well, it's okay. You know, the government says it's okay, so it's going to be okay for me. Well, you know, it's a very dangerous thing because that is one that is mentioned in Scripture that they will not inherit the kingdom of God. We must preach the truth to our young people, and especially before the government gets into their lives or into the school system, to preach to them, speak to them these ungodly things that they're trying to do. We see also, quote, you can be whatever sex that you choose, and no one can stop you, unquote. Let me tell you, that's an evil God created each one of us as to what we were supposed to be. He created male. He created female. So this is a doctrine they're trying to push on individuals. Again, they want to say, it is okay to take the life of a baby in its mother's womb. It's okay. No, it's murder. It's murder. However you want to look at it, it's murder. You can do what you want to. No parent can tell you no. They're saying right now that if a child wants to have the vaccine for COVID, there's no parent that can say no. Let me tell you something that has taken away the rights of parents. Now you may agree with that, but let me tell you something. Going further than that, do you agree that parents have no say so with their children. Do you know what that's about? It's government taking over our children. Are we going to allow it? Are we going to stand up for it? Are we going to allow Satan to keep sowing his seeds, the eggs? Remember, he's the Lord of the flies. Flies lay eggs. Eggs hatch. There's larvae. We call them maggots. Maggots eat up the filth. They are filthy pest, and they torment. That's what Satan and his demons are about today. The Lord of the flies, yeah, they're hoping for a harvest that steals, kills, and destroys. We live in a society that tells our young people in America that they're free. We live in the United States. We have a democracy. We're free. But it's been taken to such a degree that we believe, or I'll say people often believe, that we're free to do anything we want to do. That is not the freedom that our nation was built upon. No, we don't have the freedom to do anything we want to do. There are people out there that are full of demonic spirits, spirits that want to push, if you will, people to commit murder, to have sex with anything, anybody, all of the evils that oppose God's Word and human trafficking totally breaks my heart. And when I counsel a young girl that's been in human trafficking for years of her life and the trauma, the torment, the torture, it is horrific, but we want to smile and say, it's freedom. I have freedom to do these evils, not in God's kingdom. Those things 
are evil. So yes, we do have freedom, but we have freedom, thank God for the United States of America that we've had freedom of worship. We've had freedom to express our beliefs in God. Thank God for that. But you have to stop and ask then, why do we have a generation of people, young people especially, that are committing suicide, they're using drugs, they desire, and when, when you think of the desire, it, it's because of the void in their heart and their lives, and they're really desiring truth. They want truth, but truth only comes from the Lord. Jesus said it this way, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man goeth into the Father but by me. This is truth. This is what will fill the hearts of mankind. The Amplified Bible says in John 14, verse 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the only way to God and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. In John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14 of John 1, And the Word was made of flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So I want you to get what we're saying here in, in the Scriptures here. In the beginning was the Word. And Jesus didn't happen on the day that we call Christmas. Jesus was manifested in the earth at the day we celebrate Christmas. But Jesus, the scripture said, was from the beginning. He's called the Word. When we know the Word, when we speak the Word, it is saying we know Jesus and we speak Jesus. That's the power of decreeing the Word of God. And that Word, Jesus, was with God and the Word was God. We have God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit. Notice the Word was made flesh, and this is where we see Mary conceives Jesus. Jesus walked around in flesh, but Jesus in flesh was the Word from the beginning. He was God, and I've said this before, but He didn't operate as God. He operated as a man like you and me a man anointed by the Spirit, a man who prayed, a man who studied the Word, a man, Jesus Christ. That's the reason we are to imitate Him, be followers of Him, because what He did was not... Some people say, well, yeah, He healed, He did this, but He was God. Yes, He was God, but that's not how He operated in these glorious things. He did it as a man anointed by the Spirit of God. The word Jesus is truth. We can be single-minded because we have the truth. James 1.18 amplifies, says, Being a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways, in everything he thinks, feels, and decides. Wow, what a powerful verse. And this is what I see with young people so much today. I had a precious young man I saw just recently in counseling, and he said, I'm always doubting myself. I'm just always doubting myself. And I said, you doubt yourself because you are not confident in who God says you are. You are looking more at your weaknesses, your inabilities. You're looking more that if I do this or that, 
I may fail. So you're operating in fear and worry and anxiety. I remember years ago, even as a mother of some children, I know I always felt like uh, I'm never enough. I don't add up. I'm not the best mother. I'm not the best wife. And I'm certainly not the best homemaker. I am not the best in the ministry God has called me to do. I always feel that I'm down here when I should be up here. Well, you see, the enemy can get us to believe that. What's he doing? He's sowing that lie or his eggs into my mind. I meditate. I'm never enough. I'm never enough. I begin to believe I'm not enough. So guess what? I act like I'm not enough. I will pull back. I can't be bold in what God's called me to do because I feel like I'm never enough. I'm a failure. But it's when somebody showed me the scripture, I am accepted in the beloved. The beloved is Jesus Christ. I am accepted in him. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have his wisdom. I have his knowledge. He lives on the inside of me. And greater is he that lives in me than he that is in the world. He's called me to be mother. He's called me to be wife. He's called me to take care of my home. And because he's called me, he will equip me to do everything I need to do. It says it this way, faithful is he who calls us, who will also do it. I'm not saying I do it perfect, and I'm not saying I do it all right, but I'm going to decree the word of the Lord. I'm not going to allow the enemy to sow those lies into my mind, the eggs, if you will, with Satan's intent for it to hatch into maggots that will eat up its environment. And that's what he's doing today in so many ways. We have to hold fast to God's Word. You know, the attitude can be, oh, I can believe the Bible, but I believe that every man can choose to believe what he wants. They should have freedom. Well, let me say this. God even gives everybody that freedom. You can believe what you want to believe, but what you believe or what you don't believe can cause life to be cut short it can cause life to be miserable, and it can even take a person to hell. That's sure strong, Charlotte. Yes, it is. But the Bible is very clear that if we do not receive Jesus as Lord of our lives, there is a place called hell. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody has to go to hell. But if we don't receive him as Lord, that's exactly where we will spend eternity. Was that God's will for mankind? No. We know that hell was created for Satan and his demons, not for mankind. But if they reject the only way to the Father, who is that? Jesus. If we reject Jesus and the way of salvation through him, there is no other way. So, yes, we have a right to believe. In fact, the Lord said it this way. Listen to the scripture, Deuteronomy 30, 19 through 20. God says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, God says, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice. 
and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. So yes, God says to all, here's life, here's death, here's blessing, here's cursing. God is saying here, I would that you choose life, but nevertheless, you choose. God does not force salvation on anybody. We have to choose it. We have to desire Him. We have to want Him in our lives. But the enemy is doing everything he can to sow his lies that, oh, there's many ways to heaven. Now, would a good God send somebody to hell? He's not going to send you. You're a good person. You know, you gave money uh, over here to this, or, or you helped the poor over here. You're a good mom. You're a good dad. You know God would never send you to hell. Let me tell you something. I don't care how good you are. If you've not received Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior, and you die like that, Eternity will be in hell, not for a week, or not burning up in a moment and you're gone forever. No, it will be an eternity in hell, tormented for all eternity. My mind cannot even fathom that. So why am I so strong and bold that I'm going to decree Jesus Christ every time I can? Because it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And that is my will for you as well. I don't want any to perish. Why is it that people will be staunch, if you will, and they don't want to hear the gospel? Why do we often feel, you know, I, I can't say anything. I, I was witnessing to a man one day, and he said, really, it is none of your business what happens to me. And I said, sir, the reason it is my business is because I care for you, and I don't want you to spend an eternity in hell. And I meant that with all of my heart. Now, where he is today, I don't know, but what I'm teaching to you is truth. You know, I learned a lot when I was in church. My daddy was a, a, a pastor, and uh, so I was there Sunday morning, Sunday night. I was at Sunday school. Uh, I was in training union. We had Bible school for a week. I mean, I heard the word everywhere I went. And I am so grateful for what I have learned. But let me tell you something. If you're going to walk in abundant life, first it's being a follower of Jesus Christ. But if you want to know Him, you're going to have to know the Bible. You're going to have to know the Word. And knowing the Word is knowing the truth, and it will make you free, and it will keep you free. The Lord of the flies, Satan, is sowing his lies into men's, women's, boys' and girls' lives. How will I know that the thoughts he brings are lies? because I know the truth. You see, it's the same thing with monies. They train someone how to find counterfeit money. Well, do they use counterfeit money to teach them? No, they use the real stuff. They use real money. So when they feel it, they know this is real. This is the truth in money, if you will. So when counterfeit money comes through, they can feel it and they know that this is not the real thing. So is it in our lives. Do we know the truths of God's Word? 
when, when the counterfeit comes, the devil, when he comes to deceive with his lies, how will I know it is a counterfeit? Because I know the truth. Remember, when the enemy attempted to rob me of life, when I was pregnant with my third child, telling me every day I would die all day. You see, I was born again. I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I had been raised in church and I knew truth, but there was one truth. For some reason, I did not know. And that's where God says, I will satisfy you with long life. So when he was wanting to shorten my life and sow that egg, if you will, into my mind with the desire for it to bring forth that that would eat up my life and he almost succeeded, then I would not be here today. Now I know that truth. That truth is, God says, I will satisfy you with long life. I wasn't satisfied. I hadn't lived that long. But I want you to know, when we know those truths, we can combat what the enemy is saying. What is he tormenting you with? What are the flies that keep swarming around you to rob you of abundant life? Find out what it is and to get and get to somebody that knows scripture, that can give you a truth that combats that. And when you know the truth about it, you can war against what the enemy is doing in Jesus' name. Oh, what a joy it is to teach you these truths. The Lord's willing will be back next time. But until then, may God bless you and I love you. I love you all. Hello, I am Shantae Hawkman. Are you in an area in your life where you need a healing or a touch from the Lord? God wants to touch your body or to just even touch you emotionally and give you His peace that passes all understanding. We know that the Bible gives us many promises of God's healing power. In Isaiah 53, in verse 4, it says, Surely He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. I believe that God wants to touch you today in a mighty way. We believe in God's word and in his promises. And I feel that we can just hold fast to his promises every day and to speak his word. I know that when my little boy was sick, that I just spoke the word over him and I said, Micah, you will live and not die and you will declare the works of the Lord. And I know that the word says that Jesus, he sent his word and Jesus is the word. God sent his word to heal all of, our, of us from our sicknesses and diseases. Can I pray with you today that God will touch your body wherever you are. It, the promise says that he will bring us peace. And it says that God, he even bore the grief and the sorrow that you may have today. That God wants to touch you mentally, physically, spiritually in every way. But let's pray. Father, we just come to you, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for my brother and my sister today. Father, wherever they are, God, you know their need. And Father, I'm asking of you to touch their bodies. Lord, to minister peace 
and joy and strength to their hearts today. Father, I thank you for a healing in their bodies that we can just hold fast to your promises that by Jesus' stripes we are healed and we are whole. And Father, we thank you for your healing in my brother and sister today. Father, just touch their bodies by your power and by your might. And Father, we thank you for it that they are healed and they are whole. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Well, praise God. Please write to us or call and let us know what God has done for you today. And I'm believing and I stand fast in prayer for your healing and from a touch from the Lord. Amen.